Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin, he, they, she, and host Brenda, she, her, have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. everyone and welcome to episode 40 as i've been told of secret <laughs> histories of nerd mysteries we took a week off and i plum near forgot how to do this whole thing um so but i am present today that's all here that with really, you we mostly are just present and talk into the microphone um don't not talk into the microphone that's my thing oh yeah that's Talking into it is important and not just like accidentally like spinning around in your chair because you forget that like you need to be looking at the microphone. That's going to be a cool audio gag um, when the audience hears that. But to you, Austin, because I use my AirPods to talk to you, you have no clue what I just did. No, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you're like, okay, Brenda, what is this? And I'm, I was spinning in my chair away from amazing. my main microphone. Inc- incredible. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. hilarious. People are going to love it. You're like, don't speak um, away from the microphone. And then Brenda's voice moves away from the microphone. And, you, and then you all laugh. This is You all should still be laughing yeah. right now. And like coming you're down gonna, <laughs> as we get into gonna, the show. You're going to think it's pretty great. Yeah, we took a week off because I was supposed to have my wisdom teeth removed. Um, and you say and supposed equated, to. <laughs> yes, supposed to. So this equated to one of them, these are my bottom ones, one of them getting the crown removed. Um, they're inside my gums. So it involved one of them getting the crown removed and then nothing else. Because uh, it turns out with one of my health conditions, I can't be put under twilight Oh, anesthesia. Um, I move because I metabolize it too quickly. and That's um, I terrifying. I don't remember any of this, so don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be yeah, afraid. I'm, but I'm sure they were like, uh. <laughs> well, they say, like, my they brought my mom in because someone has to be, like, present on the premises in case something goes wrong. And so they brought my mom in and the oral surgeon was just like, um, okay. So she <laughs> just kept moving. Um, does she smoke... <laughs> the weed like and my mom's like what and like the normal surgeon's like does she smoke weed and my mom's like no i sometimes she'll have like a gummy but like it's been a while which is true and the oral surgeon's just like okay because we usually see this with weed smokers so just want you to be aware and my mom like when i woke up she was just like have you been smoking weed i was like no and then fortunately my mom has a friend who also has like the same condition to me and like this friend was just like oh yeah you can't do twilight and i was like wow i'm glad i learned this stuff just out there in the field instead of the doctor telling me yeah so when i told my partner because like i I knew brenda was get her teeth out and then didn't get her teeth out and everyone we were all quite upset um and my partner was like but she should have been like out and i'm like i don't know 
because uh, I mentioned like you didn't get it removed because you moved too much, and I didn't ask the follow up. I was just like, she moved too much, and my partner's like, she shouldn't be moving, and I was like, I don't know, she moved too much. <laughs> she moved. Like I don't know what to say. I was not restrained. Um, I was. I don't remember any of this. Um, and when I woke up, I had because it was through IV. I had two ivs which when i went to sleep i only had one so that must have been weird you must have woken up yeah wait (laughs) yeah it was just like what two gauze bandages whoa (laughs) what happened like you know you kind of have that just like i have no clue what i've just been through i really can't imagine being the surgeon who's like used to things always going the same way you know yeah doing stuff and they like look like i imagine they like look away and your arm moves and they look back they're like she just move no, 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 okay. And they, like, go back to washing their hands, and, like, you roll over, and they're like, she moved, right? Did we leave her like <laughs> that? <laughs> she Was she always, like, on her stomach? Like, <laughs> that's not usually how I do this. <laughs> In my head, it's just, like, a Drake and Josh gag. I know it was something very serious, but my head's just, was like, similar to a that. Drake and Josh gag. <laughs> It was probably very similar in the end to a Drake and Josh gag, but like, I don't, I remember waking up, apparently had a dream, um, Pikachu was there, as I told my mom, um, like, I don't know what was going on, like, just it's all of, yes, I'm fine, a lot of my joy, whoa, whoa, try again, (laughs) a lot of my jaw pain seems to be pretty, like, gone, like, it's still there a little bit, um, but if I decide to, like, go forward and, like, finish the procedure and remove the teeth as much as they can, because they don't think they can actually remove the whole thing because I'm 30, mm-hmm. um, they would leave, like, just the roots. Um, so I would have to be in a hospital <laughs> unconscious, like, um, but the good news is that maybe my um, insurance would cover actual anesthesia, so. Mm. Um so yeah, that was my tooth adventure. That's tooth what adventure. happened. Tooth, I'm healing up great. I feel pretty good. I mean, I feel tired today because the weather changed like overnight, like 20 degrees. So yeah. my body's screaming. It's just like, Ugh! it was like pretty that. drastic. It was so drastic. It is so cold and I'm cold and I've just been drinking tea. And I said I was going to be drinking alcohol for this episode. Um, but like, I just, I don't think I can today. That's fine. I, I, almost forgot to even have like water before so oops i hit my microphone oh it's oh no uh so we took a week off there's been some news in the interim yeah like um let me get up my list of like what news we were going to talk about today well the suicide squad trailer just came out yeah as of this recording it's been out like an hour did you watch it yet i did watch it yes i I was like oh i gotta watch it uh it looks okay it looks yeah. like a James Gunn movie. I yep. don't know what else to say. Like it'll it'll uh. it'll it, it will exist, and I'll probably think it's fine. And Harley Quinn will show up, and I'll be like Harley Quinn, and there won't be enough of her because I that's all I want. She was in the trailer, like pretty prominently. Mm-hmm. They really wanted to let us know that um, Killer Shark or King Shark, King Shark, King Shark. Sorry, King Shark is gonna just straight up eat people. Yeah. And also rip them in half. They really wanted us to make sure we were ready for that, and I don't think I qu- quite was. I re- so I watched the Harley Quinn animated series recently. Like I wa- mm-hmm. I started watching it, and then I accidentally watched all three seasons at once. Um, <laughs> and I now have a big fondness for King Shark. 
because in so in the Harley Quinn animated series, he is like a giant himbo, and I love him so much. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've from what I've seen. He's just a himbo, like just always in a little hoodie. He's just and... yeah. He and he's like he, he like doesn't like doing the shark thing. He calls it quote unquote. <laughs> he he's like he's a hacker. <laughs> Good. I love that. That seems like exactly the opposite from like this approach yes. in Suicide Squad because he's like, he's like not I don't not a himbo, just he's like the dumb not human character. He's like Killer Croc was in the previous yeah. Suicide Squad. So I'm like, okay, I don't think we really need this type of character anymore. Like King Shark is a himbo hacker is a lot more um, interesting and funny. <laughs> and funny also yeah they're like all right do your thing and he like takes out a laptop and starts typing <laughs> they like expect him to like bite someone's head off and he's just like i'm gonna hack the mainframe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, good it seems all right i mean they definitely leaned on harley quinn which gives me a lot of excitement because yes I feel like if Birds of Prey hadn't gotten their response into it, they like she would have been like Harley Quinn's here, so you come see it because you know her. Because the rest of these characters, people probably don't know at all. Yeah, it's very like even I, I'm like I kind of maybe have heard of a couple of them, but these this is like some DC deep cuts. Polka like, Dot Man. Could, polka, what the hell? Like, okay, I looked um, it up because I was like, an- <laughs> I don't believe, I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> it's like I can't I know, believe I was that's the like, character. <laughs> I've seen him in a couple things, but it's mm. it's a deep cut. And then like I don't, e- I just keep forgetting who John Cena is supposed to be. He's just um, John Cena to me. He's he's just John Cena eating all the empanadas and dying on a <laughs> set. <laughs> like that's all he's gonna be. And then also, like, I'm just it, thinking, the, like Idris Elba yeah. here. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> like we didn't know oh. that before, did we? I don't remember hearing that, but like also I just haven't been paying attention. <laughs> I like I don't think we knew that and and it's weird because he's like the quote-unquote leader of the team this time and I'm like yeah that's a weird because like before when we saw trailers and promo stuff they were like it's Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad and they're like anyway it's not that yeah they're like um Harley Quinn's in it but like maybe it's not about her and I'm like Mm. then what's the point like honestly like Birds of Prey Harley Quinn was so good she at least seems to be a little closer to Birds of Prey Harley Quinn than Mm -hmm previous suicide squad harley quinn and she's she's in like a wild red dress like through most of the trailer and it's it's pretty cool because it's not like a sexy dress it's just this really frilly red dress it's like so i i think i have some hope because by keeping harley quinn in and by still making her like a key character i know like it's because she's Mm -hmm. the one people know because i doubt a general moviegoer knows the other two characters they really focus on in the trailer um i'm just hopeful we are gonna get another harley quinn solo femme because yeah she 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 sells and birds of prey is really good birds of prey was so good please go watch birds of prey on hbo max do it right now not sponsored hashtag not sponsored but but hey hbo max if you want to sponsor us we're gonna talk a lot about hbo max today (laughs) yeah we're gonna talk a lot about hbo max and it's um mostly pretty good mostly Um, speaking of hbo spe- max speaking of did you have, do you want to go it's just been a week two weeks it's been two it's, weeks since we recorded it oh yes yeah because like i couldn't record on our normal thursday today is friday for us um i did my taxes yesterday so i met I with sick jan this weekend <laughs> I hate about taxes. um 
but speaking of hbo max and streaming in general there's some streaming news uh hbo max is looking into lowering their price this this year um they're also looking into offering a free option that has ads um there's not Mm -hmm. more news on it than that they just they essentially use a statement that's like we realize not everyone can pay our fee and we want as many people as can to enjoy our services especially because hbo max at least this year we'll see what they do next year is releasing all all prop all warner brothers property movies um mm-hmm. that are releasing in theaters ugh, uh on <laughs> hbo max for free same day for 30 it's 30 or 31 days you have to watch it yeah, so like we'll get to see Suicide Squad when it's released, mm-hmm. or uh, that is Godzilla versus King Kong in like oh. four days. Wow, that's so soon. Um, <laughs> but on the other side of streaming, Disney Plus is raising their pl- their prices. Uh, the price raises a dollar for monthly for monthly subscribers and ten bucks for yearly subscribers. Um. As of this recording, it's gone into effect, so sorry if you didn't know your price is going up. Uh, And it begs the question of why, Brenda? Yeah, so here's the thing with Disney, is that they are... One moment, I have to blow my nose. Okay. Here's the thing with Disney, is that they're kind of, like, getting by, like, being this, like, massive conglomerate because they've, like, over the years built up this, like, accumulation of goodwill with people, you know? Mm -hmm. Mostly. But the issue now is that the goodwill is only going to get them so far. Mm -hmm. And they're really relying on that goodwill. They're like, oh, well, we can get rid of the um, annual pass at Disneyland, despite the fact that, like, you know, mostly locals go to Disneyland in L.A. Mm -hmm. Um, They're like, we can get rid of this annual pass. And, you know, people are very upset and then they're like oh well we can raise the price of disney plus because people are going to consume our product no matter what and Mm -hmm. like the more that they like keep pushing this Mm -hmm. i feel like hopefully we'll see like more push back especially with hbo max going in like the literal opposite direction yeah um it's just like they've really relied on people just loving their brand and like especially like right now when people are like more conscious about like brands and like that sort of thing and like not just like blindly following like a Mm -hmm. brand a lot of people still do but you know what i mean um disney eventually is gonna run out of goodwill they're just gonna push it too far and you know then that's it then they're gonna see losses and then then comcast is gonna buy them out and it's over (laughs) (laughs) do you think comcast is somewhere like yeah that's right raise you think something like they called like hey comcast you could raise the price on disney plus yeah 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 no it seems like a super good idea you should totally do yeah no yeah (laughs) And they hang up the phone, they're like, Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Comcast tried to buy out Disney in the 80s. Um, Disney was doing so poorly, like their animated movies and their live action movies were doing so poorly that like Comcast almost literally um, was able to like stage like a hostile takeover of That's the company. wild to consider. Yeah, it's like Disney was like in bad shape. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm kind of hoping just for, like, the health of the company overall that that happens again because mm. it needs to happen because, like, mm. they're just, like, making choices based on, like, blind faith and mm. goodwill. Mm. And um, we don't have any time for that anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's especially <laughs> wild when, like, you have Disney offering things like you have Disney still doing this premiere accessing on Disney Plus, which when it originally started, I'm like, that seems pretty OK. Like, it's 30 bucks to watch, like, the new movie forever but it's not consistent what movies they do it for 
and yeah. it was unclear that it was thirty dollars every movie. Yeah, I kind of thought I was buying into like a little little exclusive club where I get to watch all the premieres. Yeah, because it's called Premiere Access, and to call it yeah. that, but to make it for every movie you do it with is like I would just as soon be, like Einstein would have just paid the extra ten dollars a year to be in the Premiere Access. Like I would have been like, oh, it's Honestly. an increase, but I like I would have just done that. Um, and so forth. Like because we have uh, the next. That was the other nerd news is. Black Widow has been pushed back again this time to July 9th, which also pushed back uh, Shang-Chi to September 3rd. Black Widow will now also release same day on Disney Plus with Premiere Access. And the fact that they expect people to pay 30 extra dollars <laughs> to see a movie that is over a ye- one, two years late? Yeah, it's over. It's going to be over a year, like about a year and a half late at that point. Like, so... You know, like all the hype that was built up for it is just gone. Gone. But, like, I absolutely. I have yeah. no. I barely had an interest to see this movie to begin with, and I'm racking my brain like, how can this be relevant in any way, shape, or form that I need to pay thirty dollars to see it versus waiting for someone to like, frankly, like pirate and upload the after credit scene that I actually care about. Yeah, like <laughs> I. It just. Why would I watch Black Widow and pay extra on Disney Plus when, like, I think the Loki series is going to be coming out by then? Mm-hmm. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier will probably be done by then. But, like, that's just normal Disney Plus, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, why would I? Why do I need to watch Black Widow? Like, why? They're, they've that's not, like... For 30 bucks. And the thing is, like, I know they don't have any new way to hype us because they... Like they were, they did their PR stuff for it because it was supposed to come out last year. So all the trailers and most of the interviews they were probably going to do that they sanctioned have already happened. Yeah, and so they're just going to dump it on the Disney Plus and then be like, "Oh well, people don't want to see a super like a female led superhero movie." Mm -hmm. And I know um, Scarlett Johansson is problematic. (laughs) I get that, but still, it's like. They're just going to be like, people don't want to see female-led superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we got lucky with Captain Marvel. And even Captain Marvel got, like, completely reviewed, bombed by, like, jerks. Right. Um, you know, and so, like, they're just going to be like, well, no more female movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's like... <sighs> it's it's absolutely ridiculous. They're going to get their feelings hurt. I mean... Yeah. You look, you look at... Uh, we looked at the numbers last night, me and Brenda did, on Ray of the Last Dragon versus the Tom and oh, Jerry movie. Jerry movie. The numbers that Tom and Jerry is doing, it's wild. Because, like, I saw an ad that said, like, oh, Raya's, like, the biggest movie in America for, like, what, three weeks running? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's that's not true, is it? <laughs> like, because Tom and Jerry, last time we checked, Tom and Jerry was doing numbers. If Raya is, like, doing well... The past three weeks, that's not the first three weeks of Raya's release. No. Maybe it is. I don't know how time works. Um, but Tom and Jerry, like, I think Raya did a little bit better opening weekend mm-hmm. than Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the numbers, Tom and Jerry has, like, a $10,000 lead. Yeah. It might be more than that. They are, they, are, uh, they are chomping at the heel. And the thing is, one of those movies cost a lot more to make. One of those movies' profit margin <laughs> is astronomical, I'm sure. 
Yeah, like Tom and Jerry, like Warner Brothers looking at that and they're already green lighting Tom and Jerry too. Like, you know, they're like, people love Tom and Jerry. <laughs> and I'm like trying to figure, we talked about Woody, the Woody Woodpecker movie last mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, whenever we last released an episode. Mm-hmm. And um, how like it's really popular in Brazil. And I was trying to figure out, I was like, where on earth is Tom and Jerry this pop, like really popular where people can go see it in movies? Mm-hmm. It's Asia. People, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I figured out. Oh. Um, I was like sitting on the couch and I was thinking, and then I was scrolling through my feed, and it was like about like this Tom and Jerry like cheese snack that was like being mass produced in like South Korea. And then I remembered that like a makeup brand I use from South Korea called Etude House, they do like a big themed collect like an IP collection like every year around mm-hmm. January. Mm-hmm. And this year's was Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh, really? Like, they've done, like, Hershey's, I think, was last year. Like, they've done, like, some pretty, like, you know, big ones. But this one was Tom and Jerry. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's wild. So, like, Tom and Jerry 2 um, coming out in 2023, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. So, I watched um, the Tom and Jerry movie. And it's and what's wild is, like, it's doing numbers. It's on HBO Max with no extra fee. So, I didn't pay to watch it. Um yeah. So I watched the Tom and Jerry movie, and I fought myself to turn off that movie. Um, <laughs> it was not good. I don't even think... I think there was one bit that got me, which is they show you the inside of the like cartoon tornado, and that was kind of funny. Um <laughs> every tornado in this movie? There's like the... Well, like when Tom and Jerry fight, and they make like the... The tornado of them fighting, you know? Oh, yes. Um, We see inside of that, which is like, kind of, because you've never seen inside of it, you know? I'm like, well, this is yeah new. Um, Every animal is a cartoon, and that just creates astronomical problems for, like, what people are eating. Yeah, well, you were talking about how the meat, yes. all of the meat in the movie is also a cartoon. Who did this? Who made this? Someone, like, had this vision, and they were just like, the meat. If the animals are animated, then the meat we make from the animals is also animated. So what does it mean if you see a meat? Because someone just eats normal ass hot dog at some point, right? Like Yeah, someone eats a normal hot dog, but every scene after What that does that mean? Like, what is anim- the hot dog made of? I have of? no idea. That that I'm like, is that like a vegan hot dog? Oh, I guess it could be a veggie hot dog. Right? But also Incredible. the fact that like that never they thankfully never introduced us. But I'm like, so if all animals are cartoons, and everyone seems to accept that, like people seem to accept that animals are cartoons in this world, do they have cartoons? And if so, is that weird? Yeah, this is a lot to think about. It's like the Space Jam, at least the Space Jam dilemma is like, they are cartoons and they leave their plane of existence. This is like, yeah, animals are cartoons here. like stop full stop the end that's it and it's like can't we just like make like an animated movie like (laughs) where like they're just it's everyone is animated so we don't have to think about complicated things such as why is the meat animated like super oh but yeah it's also like half live action everybody (laughs) yeah it's 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 one of those it's like a live action animated hybrid but like it's like the 3d models are meant to look more like oh it's so it's so unsettling (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're meant to look like a little more 2d and it's like it it's um something it's something they tried something um They, they did it um hopefully space jam will look a little better yeah we'll find out this summer 
on, H- yeah. on HBO Max. <laughs> um, on HBO Max. Like, we're talking about HBO Max a lot. And I'm just going to see, like, what... Was that it? That was it. Oh, wait. No, there's more news. There's one more. Okay. There is one more. Um, the slow, slow death of the single-issue comic industry. <laughs> <laughs> We don't talk about single issue comics too much on here, but me and Brenda are both, I would say at this point, have some yeah. sort of like, like part of like, you know, if we were like evil, like ageless wizards, part of our bodies are probably in a comic book somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, So it's like, I know comic books really well. Like mm-hmm. I sold comic books for like five whole years. Yeah. So like. I get how wild it is when they just straight up say that, like, oh, DC is going to be selling books for six dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, six years ago, what? Seven years ago, they cost like two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them were one ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's absolutely wild. Uh, yeah, DC raised their book are raising their books to six dollars for Batman and Superman. Uh, okay, I guess, and. <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Comics is breaking up with Diamond di- Distribution. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Diamond Distributors, which is the, for a while, was the only distributor of single issue comic books, mm-hmm. aside from like independent, like indie stuff. Yeah. Like Diamond, um, this, Marvel tried to do this in the mid 90s, I believe. Like they tried to leave yeah. Diamond and like have their own distributor, and it worked awful. Like it didn't work. They ended up like, Marvel ended up going back to Diamond with their tail between their legs and being like, oh, I'm so sorry, like, please let us back in the catalog. Like, we, we must be in the catalog and our sales are bad and we're going to go bankrupt. And so then Diamond was like, all right, well, you can be, um, we'll bring it, we'll let you come back, but you, as a penance for your hubris, get your own little tiny catalog and you don't get to be in our big catalog oh, anymore. Right. They, you they have to have your own. Junior. Weenie Hut Jr. catalog. And Marble was like, okay, I guess that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and then, last year, this is kind of when this started, in my opinion, DC Comics was like, fuck Diamond, instead of doing it themselves. It's because been... Diamond shut down distribution. Right. Which is, under- COVID, you know, like, it's understandable. Diamond just shut down distribution, and, like, books could not ship, and DC was just like, if we don't ship anything, we die. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, and they started doing it themselves, and from what we understand, it's been bad on the retailer side. Yes. Uh, but it's been happening, and they they haven't stopped doing it, and they've been ramping up like doing it themselves. Marvel announced a few days ago that they would be leaving Diamond, and they will be doing distribution through Penguin Random House. That is right, the <laughs> largest book trade distributor is getting into comics. This is this is fucking insane. This is wild cuz I think Random House for a while has been distributing um graphic novels yep. for Marvel. Yeah. Um so now they're going to do single issue comics and that's very interesting because like we've alternatively just seen like single issue comics just aren't quite doing as well as graphic novels are, so it's interesting mm-hmm. to see why Penguin seems to think this is a good plan. But um, anything that gives the middle finger to Diamond, I'm here for. Yeah, I, I don't know if it'll map. Things I'm hoping it gives is like, 
uh and brendan can probably speak more to this but like the way stores the way your comic shop works you if you go to comic shops is those books you see they ordered three months ago yeah it's about three to four months um and they have to assume and guess that you the customer wants that book in three months and if you don't it just sits forever (laughs) until they need to start a fire i guess yeah and then like a lot of people will like forget to like that they want it in advance so they'll be like oh i'll wait for a while to order it and then they just assume like as a normal store would we could just order another one mm-hmm. um but you can't stuff goes out of print immediately yeah. <laughs> like so it's just it's kind of a mess and i don't know if this is going to fix the mess mm-hmm. but because, it's like, definitely some trade does like returns and things don't go like things don't go to print like that so it's like would they do that? I don't know if they would because, sadly, the comic industry likes to fuel the like stock market exchange of comics. Um, and Marvel's particularly bad about that. Yeah, and so like I don't know if they would do that or not because that would kind of destroy that. If like they'll just print books when you need books, then there's no like they're not worth they're worth what they cost. Yeah, so a lot of places would like lose like the income they get from like speculative buyers who want like that one in 100 batman cover or who like want batman damned issue one um first appearance of batman's penis you know like <laughs> like comic book shops get a lot of money from like people who are speculators um and i'm not saying i wouldn't like to see the speculative market just explode and die forever but mm-hmm. <laughs> i do know that comic book shops do rely on that hype and i don't know what comic books are without it which is a bummer. Which is a bummer. Um, on the flip side, DC, who... It seems that DC has been kind of shifting away from single-issue comics mm-hmm. and leaning more heavily on their digital stuff. Previously, we talked about the Milestone comics only being released digitally, but they finally did confirm that they are going to be getting print releases. Right. So that's good, yeah. at least. Yeah, they finally confirmed that uh, Milestone books that are being republished of so the... Big one that most people know is Static Shock, but also Hardware, Icon, and Rocket um, mm-hmm. are the launch titles, I believe. Uh, we'll all be getting same-day print as digital release. It was a worry before because they released Milestone Zero um, as a digital issue like uh, about a month ago. We were like, well, when are you get in print? And they are like, in May, during Free Comic Book Month. And you're like, okay, <laughs> are you printing the rest? And like, here's where you can find them digitally. And I'm like, that's a concern. So... I don't know if they changed their tune or they just kind of thought we would all assume, of course, to be in print. They're just pushing their digital thing, like Brenda said, because they DC's really leaning into the digital thing. I think they kind of see the, I think they hear the swan starting to sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we will, we'll see. Um, well, I think it's time. Oh, it's time. Me and Brenda took our medicine and watched Zack Snyder's Justice League. I watched a four-hour-long movie. I watched and a honestly... four-hour-long movie in one sitting. God, it took me, like, <laughs> several sessions over the course of two days. Like, I just, there was, like, one day I was like, okay, I'll watch an hour of this. And then, like, I looked and I had just, like, kept pausing it. And I'd only seen a half hour. And I was just like, what? Like, yeah, it... and honestly, I've seen the original mm-hmm. and you have not seen the original. I have not seen the what original. You're... When did the original come out? Give me a sec. I have a bit. <laughs> the original came out in 2017. That's what I thought. So in 2017, a little known movie known as Justice League came out. Mm-hmm. The direct sequel to Batman v Superman. Which is the only logical conclusion. 
Which was a direct sequel from Superman. Superman, Man of Man. And <laughs> <laughs> um, directed by Zack Snyder. Um, Zachary this, Snyder. Zachary. <laughs> this is Zachary Snyder's magnum opus. It's his baby, mm-hmm. his brain creation, his what he's been working towards for his entire career it's this it's justice league and and we know because they pretty much tell us as soon as the movie starts yes <laughs> um because it's in a, what four three ratio yep, it starts and it says displayed in four three ratio to protect to preserve Zack snyder's artistic integrity and i paused it there and laughed until I cried and then told my partner, all right, let's do this. <laughs> all right, I'm ready now. Like, I felt like I should have been watching it on a CRT because at one point I was watching it on the big TV oh, in my no, parents' living big. room. I know, like, and there's just these massive black bars, like, on the side. Yep. And I'm like, I feel like I gotta go downstairs and hook up the CRT TV and watch this like a sh- like it's a shitty VHS tape in 1997. Yeah, like, it's... A, it's- I don't, I looked high and low for him to explain what the fuck he meant by that, and I couldn't find it. I Listen, I mean, let me preface this. I wanted to preface this. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder is supposedly a wonderful human being. I wish yes. him nothing but the best. I, I really do. Uh, at the end of this movie, right before the credits start, he has like a dedication to his daughter. I wish Jack, Zack Snyder and his family nothing but, I really do. Yeah, so like we're gonna dunk on this movie. Yeah, because but we're gonna it's dunk. This movie. movie is bad. I am going to. Yeah, I Zack Snyder, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Listen, bro, you might want to go away. You might want to leave because I hear you're a great now, dude. Let- I'll buy you. A, I'll buy yeah. you a beer next time you're in town. <laughs> but <laughs> let me say the positives really quick, Zack Snyder, while you're still listening. Um, it had a lot more cyborg. Yeah. A lot more. Most of the re-added scenes were cyborg scenes, and those were good. They were really like, good. The cyborg stuff it, was, like, cyborg was happening. I was like, this is really good. And then the rest was, like, a different movie. Yeah. Like, there were some, the best parts involved cyborg, and those parts were not in the original movie. Mm-hmm. So as much as this was also, like, Zack Snyder making this movie for his daughter, I also feel like he was making it for Ray, who got pretty much completely cut out of the final cut joss whedon yeah hey hey, Um, hey, other thing fuck josh whedon fuck josh whedon i know he hates being called josh so i'm gonna call him josh forever now like (laughs) yeah fuck you like you know so i really appreciate that this also feels like it was being made for ray Mm -hmm. and it was a middle finger to joss Mm -hmm. so i think that's really cool i love that and i want to make that very clear um but i don't think it's a good movie it's not it's so the first two and a half hours which is wild to say so the first film uh, the first film length of this movie feels like stuff is just happening and that's kind of how the the fine like the original version felt too like there were mostly in that first chunk it was mostly just like scenes were longer Mm -hmm. than they had previously been with the exception of the scene with iris west and barry allen like that was not in the original Mm. movie um barry or iris got cut from the film completely Mm. uh which it's one of those things right i'm like that's an interesting scene but without it's like a lot of things happen that just happen that have no reason to be there 
Yeah, it's like I guess it was like setting up like who the Flash is, mm-hmm. but um, it was just like oh, we kind of know who the Flash is. Like you don't have to explain it, right? A lot of scenes with Aquaman just fucking around in wet jeans, right? Like, like he's just. It feels so weird because it feels like they're like these are these people. I'm like we know all of these people. Admittedly, probably except people our age may know Cyborg from Teen Titans, which is a very different depiction of Cyborg. Yeah, very different. This depiction of Cyborg is more in line with like the New Fifty Two mm-hmm. um, version of Cyborg when he joined the Justice League for the first time. Um, something that you do get from this movie that you don't get from like the original is you get more of the friendship between Flash and Cyborg, who are like the younger members of this team. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Flash is kind of insufferable, <laughs> it was still kind of nice. <laughs> he so. I was talking when I was watching it. It made me think of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and I'm like, "Are fast people just insufferable? Is that just?" The- <laughs> I I guess that's just like the people are just like, well, with, like it's like someone who doesn't actually know someone with like a hyper like a, an attention disorder. Mm-hmm. Like they just think like, "Oh, well, you just think fast," and they don't see me just like aimlessly kind of wandering through my house. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, like that's, that's what it's like to have an attention. That's what it disorder. felt like. It felt like they were trying to make it seem like Flash had an attention disorder because he's so fast but uh, it it's not like since i know it's not that and you know it's that but he just comes off as yeah. annoying um it comes off as um his part was written by someone who's never spoken to a young person <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so odd because they the movie tries to give so much weight to everything they're doing and it's like for most of this cast, you meet them in this movie. They weren't in previous movies. And you're mm-hmm. like, I met Aquaman four minutes ago. I don't really care if he saves this boater. Yeah. Um, Aquaman just doesn't belong in this movie. <laughs> like, I don't know why he's there. He There's most, so many Aquaman. He just, it feels like they were like, we need someone hot. We'll cast Jace Momoa. He'll be Aquaman done (laughs) it was like they halfway through like production decided that they were going to um have an aquaman movie so they were like oh well uh push cyborg out more aquaman in wet jeans the wet jeans was just very just like it was just a lot just thinking about this man and stuck in wet jeans this whole movie it was just like the awful clearly (laughs) written by someone who's never had wet jeans like he takes wet jeans he takes his he takes his shirt off and i'm like you don't care about your shirt i mean it's cold but like the worst part's your pants and admittedly me irl i can't take off my pants at the beach you're right but if i was aquaman i'd fucking do it yeah he's like so cut and like he's you can't tell me he can't take off. Yep, I'm saying that I don't Maybe you just want Aquaman to take off his pants. Like, I don't know. Like, that's, just, just don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so speaking of taking off pants, um, so it's, eventually uh, Clark shows, spoiler, Clark, Superman's alive again. Um, Superman doesn't need to be in this movie. He doesn't. It's super, it's very, so uh, let me backtrack before I get to that bit. It's very weird because what they try, what they try to do towards the end of the first half of the film is make it all about they need to get Superman back. Again, without any buildup, even within this film, even within this film you are watching, they're suddenly like, we have to bring back Superman and we can. And you're like, how did we get here? 
Yeah, they're just like all of a sudden, like Batman's just like, oh, we got to get a team together and we'll be better than Superman. And then he's just like, actually, y'all suck, except for you, Diana. Um, <laughs> so we need to resurrect someone from the dead. Well, I, no, he's against it. It was Wonder Woman who's like, we need to resurrect. Yeah, they're like, the they're dead. like, and, oh, he, the the cubes are afraid of him. So if we bring him back, what could they're like? What could go wrong? I think they actually say what could go wrong, and I'm like, yeah, did you just what say could possibly go wrong? Did you just have someone say what could possibly go wrong when resurrecting someone from the dead? <laughs> dead, and then surprise, something goes wrong, and Superman has amnesia and tries to. Um, there's a big fight, and then he sees Lois, and then he's just like, oh lois and then he grabs lois and flies off with her and everyone's just like all right bye yeah so two <laughs> things one three things one when that fight happens it's the funniest thing because superman fucking leaves where he's resurrected from and everyone like runs to meet him there except like batman doesn't show up immediately because he's like <laughs> a dude so i want to what i really wanted was a scene of that like flash speeds off wonder woman and cyborg fly away aquaman like i don't know gets in the water i don't know um sometimes he can fly sometimes he can't fly <laughs> who knows i want them all like taking off and bruce going oh uh i'll meet you there <laughs> i so i was gonna rewatch the original so i could compare um but i didn't get there because i i don't hate myself that much so but i do believe I don't know if there was a scene just like that, but during that same scene, at one point, Batman gets punched. I think in this version, he hits a cop car. Mm -hmm. um, in the original, he kind of just hits the ground, and then it's just like rolling around, being like, "I'm too old for this shit," <laughs> like or something like that. He's just rolling on the ground like a turtle, and it looks so silly because like his suit's so bulky and stupid, and he's just like, "Oh," it's like, "Wow, this is." I this have is so Batman. many. I have so many notes. Like you, you, you're gonna tell. Listen, Zack Snyder. <laughs> I don't know if you know how to write or direct Batman. You're telling me Bruce Bruce fucking Wayne, the Batman, didn't show up to resurrecting Clark Kent with like a kryptonite gun? Horseshit. Yeah. Absolute horseshit. Are you, are you telling me that Bruce Wayne just goes to, I don't know where the Aquaman was at the beginning of the movie, movie like Norway, yeah. Scandinavia, somewhere in there. And like Bruce Wayne just like, a big high profile rich man just sidles up to this tiny tiny little Norway town that like apparently people can't get to ever and is like I need to find the Aquaman <laughs> like just as Bruce Wayne just like I need to find the Aquaman as Bruce Wayne and then immediately tells Aquaman oh, yeah. who he is yeah I was like absolutely the fact that he tells everyone on this team who he is immediately I was like yeah absolutely fucking like no Bruce canonically Bruce Wayne I think takes like probably a decade to tell anyone he like has like before Superman knew who he was. He had like lead lined cowls, so Superman couldn't see who he was. Yeah, and like, yeah, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> he would absolutely not. And then like you know, Flash keeps calling him Bruce over their comm system. He's just like Bruce, yeah, Bruce. Yeah. And it's like stop, stop. Yeah, Call him Batman. God, absolutely. Like there's no, there's no, <laughs> there is zero chance Batman tells any of them. Frankly, no. He does not trust anyone think, further than he can throw them. I feel like in the Justice League cartoon, he like tells Diana when he wants to like make out with her. Like I don't think she knew before then. Yeah, he's just like, um, you're kind of hot. Here's my number, and she's like, "This is Bruce Wayne's phone number," and he's like, "Shit." Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, so Superman is like 
Superman is about to murder the Justice League. Um, yes. And Lois shows up. What I need to know is how good is Lois throwing it back where he snapped out of a murderous rampage? Yeah, he's just like, Lois. <gasps> like, he just immediately... And then, like, no one's really concerned when he grabs her. They're just like, all yeah, right, like, he's like, It's like, he was just trying to kill you. Literally was, like, about to... Like, Bruce was dead. Bruce was in the fucking ground. And Lois yeah. walks into the scene... And she's like, hey, stop it. And he's like, damn, baby, that's all you had to say? And then just picks her up and goes. And Batman's just like, we got to get Lois. She's in danger. Like, I feel like the first thing would be like, Lois is in danger. But no, yeah, everything's fine. Like, they just go. They're just like, well, that plan didn't work. Anyway, on to the next thing in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> we have four Well, hours. that didn't work. And maybe Lois is dead. I don't know. Who cares? Bye. And they just leave like the remnants of superman's memorial and metropolis and tatters and nobody cares yeah, they're like and then because it's like what could go wrong and they're like well because the whole thing is like they had to use one of the mother cubes to resurrect superman and it's the last one you can say mother box it's fine is it mother box <laughs> hey it is mother box i definitely forgot it was called mother box and thought it was called mother <laughs> cube and i've been calling it mother cube to everyone mother i talk cube. about <laughs> I said, like, mother box, and someone was just like, like a vagina? And I was like, what? Yeah, anyway, I, I, the things I've been stuck on, I've been calling them mother cubes, and I keep making jokes about, like, how good is Lois in bed where Superman remembered her after death? Yes! Because some people were like, it's the power of love, and I'm like, uh, I don't know, man, that's not the ice he gave her. She was like, let's go home, and he's like, oh, you, you got it, girl. And then he takes her back to the farm, which has been foreclosed, and he just remembers everything. And he's yeah, just like, "I'm Superman." Yeah, that, and that whole plot point's over. It's that's the thing yeah. is like this movie can't hold on to anything, even though it's four hours. It refuses to sit with any single plot point for longer than twenty minutes. Yeah, it's like anything that's interesting will be left behind. <laughs> like, uh, this is something you added, right? The Steppenwolf, like, I'm sad scene. Yeah, I do. I do believe that is new. And so you have this villain who is horrible to look at. Um, he's just, just awful. absolutely terrible CGI to look at. And he's like, he has this whole thing where he's like, I just want to return home. And, you know, I, I don't know him at all. And so for a little bit, I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened. And it's like, you betrayed your family. I'm like, oh, man, what? This will be a super interesting story to unfold and it never gets brought up again even for a second no it just is immediately dropped and it's just like oh well this is the worst villain i've seen in a long time like and i've seen a marvel movie <laughs> hey <laughs> when bad guys are just bad it's boring especially when they're again there's been no build-up for them at all even a little bit before the film you're watching yeah and then like look up a picture of steppenwolf and then look at what we got. And it's like, how did we get here? Like, how did someone see that and give us give us this? Like, it's baffling. It's it's so bad. This movie is and the only reason I so I mentioned so I watched Tom and Jerry on purpose because I was told <laughs> that Tom and Jerry is like the worst film to film and I, I it might be the worst film I've forced myself to sit through. Tom and Jerry was pretty rough, and that was training to watch this film. And the only reason I made it through this four-hour movie is, one, because I'm like, well, I have 
two more like at every point i'm like i have two more hours i have one like it's so long so you're like maybe it'll get better two it never does it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) two is because like it would be worse to watch half of a four-hour movie and just know there's half left and never finish it the wild thing about the fact that this is four hours long is that to me it felt like it was like paced the same as the old one like there's scenes that were taken out that i could catch and there were scenes that were Mm -hmm. added in but i just don't know what amounted to four hours Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i i had the same thing i didn't watch the first one but i'm still kind of like what did we do and like in four hours we didn't do anything like nothing really it doesn't feel like i consumed it physically it felt like i consumed a four-hour thing you know because i sat on my couch time progresses (laughs) for when i started it it was the beginning of sundown and then when i finished it it was bedtime yeah so that was four hours but i could not tell you like why it was four hours like you know it just was a mess there are so many scenes that feel like that almost felt like Zack snyder giving a middle finger to dc like movie studios or execs or warner brothers i guess dc doesn't have like a movie studio um Mm -hmm. because there's so many things that are like clearly to set up something else that we know will most likely never happen because Zack snyder has said he's done making dc films dc has all has pretty much all but said i think they've said it um they're done using like snyder's setting like they're not using that setting anymore um you know we have like gal gadot is still wonder woman uh Ezra Miller Flash is still slated to happen, albeit mm-hmm. d- horrendously cut up, it sounds like, because Ray Fisher was supposed to be in that film as essentially, like, the secondary main character and has been cut from it, which sounds like another Justice League scenario. I'm sure whatever we get will be very weird to watch. Yeah. Um, And so they have some of the characters he's established, but, like, Ben Affleck said he won't be Bruce Wayne again unless it's another Zack Snyder production. Mm-hmm. And then we've got already um, Robert Pattinson yep. as Batman, which I keep forgetting about and remembering, and it's a punch to the face every <laughs> single time. Like I, I don't, I, I don't think anyone plans to use Jared Leto again. Thankfully, who I hope not. Like no one ever should ever hire that man for anything ever again. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you have hiring power, don't hire Jared Leto. He's a horrible man. He runs a cult. I don't know why he's not in jail. <laughs> Yeah, should be in jail, runs a cult, harassed everyone on the set of Suicide Squad, especially Suicide Wow, I just need to finish that sentence. The Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> harassed everyone on the set of Suicide Squad, the original one. Um, threatened Will Smith, you know. He just sucks. I don't, there have been so, listen, Hollywood, listen. Let's wrap, sit down. Imagine I turn my chair backwards. Down. So, there is a historical precedent for people who look exactly like Jared Leto basically getting fame and running cults and I don't know if we want to deal with this before it starts or (laughs) (laughs) or wait until the aftermath but I just thought I'd like point it out there that we have like historical precedent to just deal with it back to just there's a pattern (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like uh Martian Manhunter why is is he there yeah okay so Austin um, the whole conversation with Lois and Clark's mom, Martha, mm-hmm. not to be confused with the other Martha, we've already been through that in Batman v Superman. <laughs> I, thought, um, I thought he was going to say your mom's name is Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Martha. I thought he was going to be like, Super Clark, Martha needs you. 
And I was Martha. I was gonna. Your Martha, not my Martha. Thank, Other Martha. Thank God he didn't do that. And I can, I th- deep in the pit of my heart, I know for a fact Zack Snyder wanted to do that, and that's what he wrote. And it must have been like his wife was like, "Listen, bro, we can't do that. <laughs> Let's take this scene out." Oh no, but it's is charming. No, like, Zack. It, it had to be like his best friend or something was like listen bro you can't marfa again (laughs) they memed you real hard (laughs) they memed you so bad and we're trying to make this look good so no martha but anyway anyway so the originally in the first version of that the movie Mm -hmm. that's just a very heartfelt scene between martha kent and lois talking about like hey you gotta move on Mm -hmm. martha kent is maybe like an underrated beacon of hope and light in this cinematic universe because she's good in man of steel the only scenes that are good in man of steel are like with her talking to clark Mm. and then she's in this one and there's a very emotional part where she's talking to lois about like oh she lost the farm Mm. and like lois is like oh i could help it's it's a good scene and then in the original it's just martha Mm. that's it that's we leave it at that but (laughs) in this one martha leaves lois's little shitty apartment and is Martian Manhunter. And I'm just like, oh my, excuse me? I was, where did you come yeah, from? Yeah, it's super, super <laughs> weird. Yeah, he's just bopping around. Also, Ryan, oh, what's his last name? The Adam is also in this movie. He's um, Cyborg's dad's assistant. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I forgot his last name. <laughs> Oops. But anyway, he's also very briefly in this. Like, you just kind of think, like, wow, they're putting, like, a lot of emphasis on this assistant. Like, who is he? At the end, he says what his name. He's like, I'm Ryan. And I'm like, I was, like, oh. trying to figure out who he was because they're, like, particle physics or whatever. That's your thing. He's like, yeah, that's my thing. And I'm like, okay, so he's somebody. I can't be bothered to look it up. Yeah, it's the he's the Adam, which cool, I guess. I don't know who was chomping at the bit mm-hmm. to be like, where's the Adam? My favorite, I guess no one was, also no one was asking for an Ant-Man movie, and that turned out okay. Yeah, so. but that's different, because <laughs> what if, it's just, it was so weird, because like, so, my biggest qualm with this movie is that it also wouldn't let itself be over. No. Oh my god. It refused to so- finish. So you get you get through all six parts of this four-hour movie, because for some reason we had to put it in parts, like it was... A miniseries. A miniseries, as it was originally advertised. Uh, and there's an epilogue. And the epilogue starts really good. Yes. There's um, there's a part in the movie where Cyborg gets like a message from his dad. And he like, just, he destroys the message. And in the movie, he finds mm-hmm. a way to repair the message. And he starts listening to it. And it's his dad talking to him like a person instead of a scientist. Because his dad's a scientist. Um, and it's this really heartfelt message. And it shows like everyone's kind of endings more or less you know um well like his dad's talking about this message of like parenthood and like family and relationship and it's it's like i I, it didn't make me think oh this is a good movie but it was like i can see what he was trying to do in this like ending. i'm like i i get what you were trying to say and you i'm like okay maybe it's like a two and a half out of five you know and then it doesn't end there there's like four more scenes that don't need to happen (laughs) Yeah, there's like the whole like apocalyptic universe, which is interspersed through the original version. Mm-hmm. Here, it's just all in one big, big old chunk at the very end of the movie. And then the Joker is also present. 
it's so weird because it's like what the last 20 plus minutes of this movie is a different movie yeah it's just a completely different movie and then that has no resolution it's like that's another instance like you said of scott snyder like giving the middle finger to dc because he's like look what i had planned look what i was gonna do with this Mm. like don't you want to see what the end of this is you'll never get to that because i'm done Mm. (laughs) like that's what it felt like it's like what's the why why because he keeps one i don't know why batman is now like uh has that so raven vision two (laughs) yeah (laughs) two it's very weird because like they've been hinting to it also in batman v superman like superman like something happens to lois and for some reason it's bruce's fault and now superman is going to enslave the planet um he's like working for dark side now yeah i guess that's what's implied and it's very odd because there's no point in showing us any of that it doesn't add anything it's just like stuff happening also i'm just gonna say it in the film we just watched we witnessed a character the flash go fast enough to reverse time we just saw it we just saw it we just saw it why can't he do that again like because the flash is still present in this post-apocalyptic universe and he's got a stupid little helmet and a stupid little mustache Mm -hmm. and he's just like he could (laughs) fix it it does it why doesn't he fix it why yeah like i don't it's whatever like you could get into there's some dc fan like screaming flashpoint at their phone right now me and brenda both know flashpoint chill out (laughs) (laughs) we know i've been there okay like i've read flashpoint that scene with uh there's a scene with batman joker at the end you all may remember a scene from the trailer where joker says we live in a society (laughs) line for line (laughs) that scene is not in this movie because they filmed that scene with the joker four times and supposedly <laughs> what we know all four takes of that is jared leto just ad-libbed oh my god supposedly what happened is like Zack snyder just wanted it to be a battle of wits between bruce and jared between like ben affleck's bruce wayne and jared leto's joker and he gave them like one time uh batman wins one time joker wins one time they both lose one time they both win or something like that was like the direction Mm -hmm. um and apparently like Zack snyder enjoyed the one more because like the we live in society one is like at the end like joker wins the argument apparently i'm like are they arguing whatever um i just there was some tension (laughs) (laughs) that's my no tp by the way like someone's just like who have you ever loved bruce and then bruce just like turns to the joker and i'm like stop it that's my no tp make out no (laughs) never i hate it i mean like it's like instead in this one it's like like this movie gets off its third f-bomb to be like see we be rated r (laughs) we said the f-word three times in this film and that's we're only allowed one fuck word with a pg-13 rating like there's no particular yeah there's no particularly egregious violence nope there's no like sex content um aquaman doesn't take off his wet jeans you know like (laughs) brenda's like brenda's like and the jeans are wet why can't i see his fucking cock where is it aquaman (laughs) explain zack snyder explain please (laughs) where's his half atlantean penis (laughs) oh sorry i know this is a little bit of a derailment but speaking of that (laughs) okay 
Oh, oh, not I'll his. Let it ride. Not just his. Not just his penis per se, but his half Atlantean status. Someone towards the beginning of the movie, and I can't be arsed to remember who. Mm-hmm. Probably Wonder Woman says that like, or Batman's like, oh, I was talking to an Atlantean, and then like Wonder Woman. We'll just say this is how this went down. Wonder Woman's just like, oh, but they can't talk. They can't breathe above water. Yes. And what, that is she's it like, it down. must be. Yeah, and. She's like, he must be a half Atlantean. And then roughly like maybe an hour later, um, an Atlantean is breathing on land. Yeah, I don't I also remember that. I was like, they're like, yeah, he was Atlantean. No, must be half Atlantean. I'm like, okay. And then I noted because right, like valid. there was a scene where they're attacking Atlantean guards and they take one out of the water and he's clearly suffocating. Yeah. But then cool. Neat. But then there's well, not that he's dying, but you know. Other the detail. scenes where and like I think Aquaman's last scene, like he, the Green Goblin. <laughs> was he in the original? Was Green Goblin just there? Um, you know, I don't remember the scene we're talking about. Uh, he. It's oh, the laughing. No, that was wait. No, where Aquaman? Um, he like randomly goes into the sea and he talks to his. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if that's in the original or not. That is Green Goblin. Holy shit. He's just here. Uh, Also, J. Jonah Jameson's here, but he's he's pretending to be Commissioner Gordon. I kind of, I don't hate it. I think it's pretty great. It's really weird because it's weird because like it's meant to be like older Gordon and and older Batman. So Gordon's also kind of like, this is stupid. Like, look, it looks yeah, like a, which, this drawing of the criminal who killed, who stole the science, who looks like a bat. And Gordon's like, you're, you sound fucking, shut the fuck up. Stop talking to me. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> He's just like, do you think that our Batman would do this, this kind of thing? Like, dumbass. Like, it, looks, like, it looks like a bat. And Gordon's like, I listen, dude, shut the, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like definitely like a Gordon who's just like done with everyone's shit, which is... Mm-hmm. It's it's a good performance. It's fine. It's but um, it is weird because he is J. Jonah Jameson to me. Or J. Jonah or Jameson. I'd guy. forgotten. Yeah, or the State Farm guy. I'd totally forgotten that he was Gordon. And so he showed up and I was just like, hmm, that's familiar. <laughs> Who is this? Who could this be? And then I was just like, oh, got it. Um, yes, Willem Dafoe is in this movie. Yeah, it's this little lot because like Willem Dafoe comes on land at the end of the movie. Willem Dafoe and Mira, I think that's her name, come on land. Yeah, that's her name. And I'm like, are they holding their breath? Because you've been inconsistent now. I haven't seen Aquaman and I refuse to see it, but I swear from that trailer she's on land. So I swear to God, yeah, she's on land. I've only like I. It's one of those movies like I was doing a puzzle and my dad was watching Aquaman and it was just like. Mm-hmm you know kind of catching bits i'm pretty sure they're just above water also alternatively towards the beginning of the movie before the mother box gets stolen um like in order to talk underwater they have to like make like an air pocket but if they can't breathe yeah they can't talk why do they need to talk because wouldn't but they, then they show have scenes, a language well they show scenes where they like trill at each other like fish but they don't tell us what they're saying yeah and i'm like so just so I follow you, Zack Snyder. They can't talk underwater, but they have a language, but the language isn't as convenient as talking because you don't want to put subtitles. I don't follow. Yeah, it's like the Atlanteans would have like their own sub 
like water language you'd think right like they all s- why would they speak english they've been underwater for yeah, like, hundreds did- and hundreds upon thousands of years it's, it's my favorite thing is the fact that all these ancient races just speak english and I, listen yeah I'm not, i get it i get it it's work to create a fake language quote-unquote but other people have done it so i don't know maybe try just try a little harder and at least be, if you can't do that, be consistent in whether or not Atlanteans can breathe above the water. Be, con- because- be consistent? Hey, my, this is this is not just a Zach. This is also what you, Patty Jenkins. The Amazons would all have the same fucking accent. Yeah, why do they have different accents if they've all lived on the same goddamn island for thousands of years without leaving? Yeah, like- if they all came here to the same island and no one knew has been born... Except Diana, she would have Leaf has the same accent as her mom, and the rest of them would all have something similar. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's just baffling. Like, can we have some consistency, please? Jesus. They've established the superhero rules and we just need to follow them. Please, please gee, it's there's this part in the movie where Diana gives a monologue. For what feels like an hour, but I'm sure it's like 20 minutes, on essentially the origin of what the fuck is even going on in this movie. She's like, let me distill down what the Jack Kirby, whatever Kirby verse, I forget at this very important moment what that's actually called. Let me explain like what Dark Side and the Mother Box is and also what a Green Lantern is in all right. rapid succession <laughs> so you have some context. Because we don't have any build-up it listen i i think it's clear how i felt about this movie i think i've been clear about how i feel about marvel movies that aside you like me being a fan of marvel movies aside you can't supplant setting up a story even over five years like i won't even give marvel the full 10 because i don't think they knew what they were doing at the beginning no you can't supplant them getting a plan like halfway through like i said like five maybe six years with a 20 minute dialogue like 20 minute mo- not even that monologue where she's just like let me explain to you what is happening because you watch this movie now for 45 minutes with no explanation <laughs> <laughs> you've been here quite a while and you don't know what's going on <laughs> now we could have given you little clues throughout the remainder of the runtime and the previous bit of runtime you've already experienced but we felt that it would be easier just to put it into a very long monologue in which I just sit here and tell everyone about what the hell a mother box and is <laughs> and who the heck is dark side. It's weird because even instead of doing that, they could have had a thing where Dan is like, let me tell you, Bruce. And then like we get like a fuck it. it like it could have at least been like its own thing where like those characters are talking to us. But it's just Diana over all of it. Yeah, it's like at this point, let's just do a flashback at the very beginning of the movie, a la Power Rangers 2017, 2016. Right. Don't remember when that movie Right, came you could have just done that. Because that movie, yeah, because that movie starts out with, like, it shows, like, Brian Cranston and, like, the war, and he's just like, blah, 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 gotta have more Rangers. Yep. And that's it. Yep. It's really sad when I say that Power Rangers 2017 slash 2016 maybe did better <laughs> than another movie. Well, the weirdest thing, too, was I'm like, Th- this ancient battle with like Atlanteans and the Amazons and gods and a Green Lantern is here by themselves, I guess. Um, she says that Ares is there, and I was like, "Didn't Ares 
enslaved the Amazons? What continuity are we doing here? And why is he here it's on the before, quote unquote good side? It's before the their uh their enslavement, she says. Ares was the villain of the first yep. Wonder Woman, wasn't he? I think so. It wasn't clear. Mm, I still why is he here? Things I don't recall. This four movie I watched, Wonder Woman. Sadly, I remember most of Wonder Woman eighty four still. Yeah. I can't purge it from my memories. But it's so bizarre because I'm like, this, like, Zack Snyder does action well. Yes. So this battle of, like, gods and Amazons and darks, like, I'm like, shut up and just let me watch this fight. Like, I can figure it out. I'm a big boy. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be really cool if there was, like, any color in this movie and you could see, like, the difference between, like, all of the characters. Like, yeah, like, they show Darkseid and Darkseid is, like, purple and a blue mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. sometimes gray mm-hmm. and blue but blue is present in his design and here he's two shades of mm-hmm. gray and it's just like he doesn't stand out on the battlefield amongst all the parademons who are also gray and you know you get a little bit of color because they i guess he couldn't not make the green lantern <laughs> green <laughs> like it's so weird because like you see this fight the green lantern gets murked his ring leaves and i'm like well that is probably oh well i guess we'll never well, the green lantern is dead uh and they it's so because he's like diana's like dark side is evil embodiment and he gets hit by like two attacks and he fucking leaves he's like whoa jesus shit <laughs> yeah they like really build it up and say like he's there's never been a world that he couldn't conquer and i'm like wow this is this is all it took hmm. also he forgot where he hid his like death weapons <gasps> yeah he, he like they're like ah oh, and long has he sought for this ancient primitive planet and i'm like he forgot. He for. Dark, you forgot where you put your fucking keys. You didn't have anyone write that down. <laughs> yeah, it's like he didn't forget the one planet that ever defeated him. You don't think that he's like thinking about it every day, just like hmm, wish I could remember where I got the shit beat out of me, so I don't go there again. Like, damn. He just doesn't remember. Excuse me. He's like, damn, son, I forgot where I hid the uh, mega death ray of ultimate destruction and doom, which is pretty much what this thing should have been fucking called. Yeah, essentially, like they. This is the anti-life equation, which Kirby, please, a, like Darkseid's a fucking nerd. He wants to do some math. Yeah, it's like just call it like big old, big old. Here comes Darkseid's uh. dark, dirty dick. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. I'm really leaving, but you can't hear it because I still have my, my earphones in. But everyone else can hear me getting further and further away. chair and i'm back (laughs) uh yeah this was these are the most boring villains i've ever had the displeasure of knowing ever in my life i would rather watch the justice league spin four or spiding kite man yeah honestly like at least kite man is um compelling (laughs) (laughs) They don't do a good job of explaining, like, what Apocalypse is. And Apocalypse is complicated. Um, It's not, like, my favorite DC aspect. Um, 
but at least they could kind of try to explain it to people who like don't have any clue because one it is weird two it's very like difficult for like if you don't know what's up you, it's hard to grasp mm-hmm. and they don't do a good job of like no. explaining like who Steppenwolf is, who Desaad is, who Darkseid is. Who, no, to wait, an outsider, Darkseid has a terrible name. Like about, it sounds stupid. Best, what about Granny? Oh, Granny's, Granny, goodness. There. <laughs> wait, is Granny in this movie? Yeah, she is. She is in. You can't. You, what? You probably can barely see her when Darkseid is like when they show Apocalypse and Darkseid. Granny Wolf is standing. Granny Wolf. <laughs> Granny Wolf. <laughs> Granny Wolf. Granny goodness is standing next to him on the other side from. Uh, Desaad, because it's like Desaad, uh, Dark Side, Granny, Goodness. Oh my God, I'm gonna scream! Yeah. She just, she just <laughs> stands there. They cast like they cast women to stand there and do. She says and does absolutely nothing, absolutely zero, not not a yeah. fucking thing. She doesn't need to be there. It's pretty much just so we can like if they had been like you know a big Barda cameo would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I like Mister Miracle, mm-hmm. like uh. I I like Big Bard and Mr. Miracle as a couple as characters. Um they're probably like the really the only aspect of like the Jack Kirby verse that I mm-hmm. like. Um when they're written well because some people don't get it, but um no, we get just gray dark side. <laughs> we get fucking Steppenwolf. Oh, it's so it's frustrating. So, yeah, it's so absolutely fucking stupid. And I don't understand. It's this movie, almost from start to finish, is it, it is negative time on your life. Yeah, like I, I was, I was making a rug the whole time I watched it. It was the only way I could get myself to do it. Like I just really wanted to watch anime this week. <laughs> and Brenda um, watched this for you. Yeah, I was like, well, when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, the day after that, I watched all of the skate anime, skateboard mm-hmm. anime. And then I just was like, well, I want to watch more anime, but if I don't watch Justice League, I just simply will die. Like, I have to uphold my half of this bargain that we, this pact with God that we've made. Yeah, like, Brenda texts me like, I don't want to watch Justice League. And I didn't want to be mean because she just had wisdom teeth surgery. But I was like, I, in my heart, I was like, I swear to fucking God, if this woman does not you watch, don't Justice, watch League, I'm- Justice League, then it's fucking over i will come to your house and i will pinch you <laughs> just pinch you <laughs> it was so i did watch justice league. oh god yeah they released the justice league black and white version is out now it's called co- oh wait let me god. let me read to you this fucking tag it has don't you dare what? it's i opened up hbo max to check something else out um <sighs> it's in black and it was right like now. It was like the top thing. It was like, oh, do you want to go to the, like, Justice, the, like, DC Hero Hub? And I was like, oh, sure. Let's see. I went there to see, like, what cartoons they had. Yeah. Um, And, of course, they had, like, Justice League. It's called Justice is Gray. I'm gonna scream. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Justice is Gray. (laughs) There you go, everybody. Justice is Gray. Wow. There was like an article. I don't know what news outlet posted it. I want to say it was Washington Post. And they were just like, Marvel movies aren't what we need. Justice League. Yep. Scott, not Scott Snyder. Zack Snyder's Justice League is what we need right now. Yep. And I'm like, why? It was about, what is this like, doing? That It was about like how dark. Okay, you read it? I thumbed through it. It was about like how dark and dire things can seem. And we don't need like 
it's hard it was about how like marvel movies make it so hard to believe things are pressing because things are like so bright and colorful and it's hard to like the dichotomy and i was like grow the fuck up grow up this is called escapism like oh my it was yeah things things are rough like maybe i want to see like a raccoon shoot a gun like like, (laughs) and not have it be like sad i enjoy marvel because i know like the end of the day i'm like there aren't really stakes frankly i'm like one it's fake so who i don't who gives a shit like first of all even even if someone's like oh tony stark died that's that yeah robert Downey jr got fucking paid his life turned around when he started being tony stark he was nowhere (laughs) no one would it was almost a death wish for that movie to hire robert downey jr at that point because you know he just gotten through like he had a lot of drug Mm -hmm. problems a lot of money Mm -hmm. problems and it was like it was essentially like a death sentence for a movie to hire him because like you didn't you weren't gonna get a good performance yeah, but no um, no one but else was, wanted the, <laughs> no one wanted to be in it no but they like someone uh, who directed that one was that i don't remember who directed iron man but anyway had a vision and you know saw it through it's it's like it shouldn't have happened yeah. we shouldn't still be watching marvel movies superhero movies were bad yeah. like even like even spider-man is only okay <laughs> <laughs> like, and so like I like I don't know like one being an adult grow up too I don't care it it feels it feels more realistic to me because I don't think Marvel movies are bright and happy they just look normal it just looks like a movie <laughs> like and there's humor thrown in there but like also like I think it's like a little more true to yeah. life because I don't know about you but when I get like really stressed out I try to joke about yeah. it a little bit you gotta and it's like one it's escapism two like you know I know the world is fucked up and bad sometimes, like most of the times, you know, but superheroes are a power fantasy. Like, so why does it have to like accurately depict that things are bad? I already know that. What the world needs is everything's dark and bad and there's a dark, evil, bad boogeyman. And the only one who could stop them is this white guy we brought back to life. That's that's what we need. Really? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't think that's what we need. I think right now I just need, um, <laughs> I just need, I'm trying to think like what movie I need to watch. Probably I, mean, I, I just, yeah, Ant-Man is what I need. Um, the whole montage of Ant-Man learning the different kinds of ants and their different ant abilities. That's what that I need. That's so fucking that's, <laughs> Oh my God. And it just, it knows it. It's like this movie should not be good. But, and like people are just like, people are just like, oh, I want the the vision of like the previous director on Ant Man, and I'm just like, I think what we got was right. good. <laughs> like, I uh, don't think the scene. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that that so here that and also they pulled off perfectly. One, it being ridiculous, and two, not caring or explaining. They never really get into minutia of like why ants, because there are lots of creatures he could decide <laughs> he can talk to with his device. He didn't. He chose ants. We're moving on. Yeah. It's he it, his power is not directly attached to ants. This is a yeah. choice. <laughs> Hank Pym was like, yes, I control ants. I'm the ant man. And it's like, did you just see an ant first? Like <laughs> like I get that like they have like a hive mind and you can like use pheromones and shit and brain waves to control an ant but i'm sure there's other animals you could also yeah, like do that in theory bees would work the same way at least yeah he could be beeman like 
And I understand, like, you're like, oh, but Ant-Man existed already. Yeah, I know, but they adapted this character into a movie, and they were like, do we explain? No, I think we just keep moving. I think that's honestly better, because, like, you could try to be like, because ants are, like, the strongest beings, and they're everywhere, and ants are prevalent in nature, just as I am prevalent in justice. (laughs) (laughs) Zack Snyder's (laughs) Ant-Man. It's fun and absurd, like both of the Ant-Man movies. Like I definitely like one better than mm-hmm. two, but two's definitely grown mm-hmm. on me. Like it's also fun, and you get Wasp in there, and her character's a lot better in the second one. So two's a little bit more serious, but I get that's like they they were like they needed to increase the stakes for all characters because of the that you know that's just comics, Brenda. Like the crossover's coming, we got to make yeah. everyone serious. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least you get, like, some more humorous aspects of Ant-Man in Endgame, <laughs> like, where he's sitting on the bench, and he's holding the taco, and the Hulk, like, yeah, lands the plane, man. and you go, little man, God, it's like, people are like, oh, I hate it, Endgame, and I'm just like, okay, but Ant-Man was yeah, in that wait, one, Yeah, fucking good. Ant-Man driving the van into the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Like, it's not bad. No, I'm I'm excited. I'm glad we get an Ant Man three. Zack Snyder made Justice. In you know he yep. did it. Uh, do you know the budget for that film? Oh, 70 million. Just because I've mentioned that maybe they removed the licensed music because of budget, mm-hmm. and you were like, it cost 70 million, yeah. and I was like, what the yeah, fuck? There's no licensed music in this, and Brenda tells me there's a lot in the first one, and in this one they took all of yeah. it out. I don't know what he spent 70 million dollars on. No, I can't like because the effects. There's one impressive effect towards the end of the movie um where cyborg is like i think he's being tempted by the mother yes. box i'm okay i may be t- tuned out for a brief moment there so he's being tempted by the mother box and he sees like a pristine house and his mother and his father and then him without his cyborg enhancements mm-hmm. um and like they're like oh yeah just like don't do this and you'll have everything you want blah 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 so they're like trying to tempt him yeah. And um, when he, like, resists, they, like, transform into, like, these, like, demon type. And it actually looked, like, looks pretty cool. I was like, oh, Albeit wow. the fact that Cyborg CGI is absolute garbage. It's yeah. The the fact that Cyborg cosplayers walk around looking incredible and we got that is it's like horrendous. Yeah, it was bad. I'm like, where'd the money go? Um, also, they, like, briefly show, like... So Cyborg Victor gets in an accident mm. and then there's like, they're like, he's not going to make it. So then they show like kind of like what was left, which is like his head and his like yeah. shoulders. But his he had both his eyes, if yep. I'm correct. So why did his dad give him the cyborg eye? Uh, <laughs> why did his dad, so, like, I'd be pissed it was too. so weird, right? Because usually for Cyborg, it's like, there's there's nothing left. Yeah. They're like, barely anything so that's why like most of him is a cyborg but here his whole head his was whole still his there, whole and, like, upper torso all, yeah his whole upper torso was still there but and yet his dad still chose to like remove one of his eyes had, like, and make it into a cyborg he eye had, like, his whole upper torso his whole head he had one of his mm-hmm. arms there was like a leg it's so also that scene is body horror content warning uh because they just show his yeah for i don't know where his like his I want a scene because his dad clearly stole that body. 
They, they didn't give him yeah, his dad's Because the, hos- the hospital's like, oh, he's not going to make it. So his dad somehow had to, had to get him from the hospital, like, without him dying. To, to his and then, lab, like, and then hooked him up to a mother box. And was like, let's see what happens. <laughs> let's, hopefully this works. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that goes there's a lot of questions. And is like, this will either work or, and he's like, oh, no one else is here. Who cares? Or... <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, you know, we tried, and that's sometimes the best that you can do. Uh, <laughs> and then he just leaves. And, and yeah, um, he gets, it's it's yeah. very, it, one, seeing his body played out is weird, because it's practical effects, not CGI, so it looks very real. Uh, yeah, it's freaky. Cyborg's CGI is such trash. Uh, frankly, Ray Fisher tried his best to carry this movie on his shoulders. Yeah, like, most of the, the scenes that work, our cyborg scenes there's like an added scene where like his dad on the recording that he eventually destroys is like oh you can hack into like literally anything and so then he like he like hacks into a camera and sees that like this woman has been like evicted from her apartment and she like goes down to like try to get money out of the atm and he hacks it so she like wins like a big chunk of money and can get her house back um and that that was that was like okay that's that's an interesting Mm -hmm. scene like neat so Everything that held my attention was essentially, this should have just been a cyborg movie. We could have just had a cyborg movie instead of talking about a four hour long Justice League film (laughs) that never needed to be made. Every single one of you that asked for this, you're on my list. Yeah. People who say like that (laughs) we need to let Scott Snyder do another movie. I'm screaming. There's no (laughs) fun. If this man we just need to be done. If this man can't make a movie under three, I'll give him three hours. Like no, I no. won't. I'll give him two. Yeah, like you can't. So, and the other thing I've been seeing is, and so I'm so glad you don't like it. One, me and Brandon don't have to eat walls and lick shoes. We've made it because <laughs> it's not. Yeah, good. and I want you to know that when I said I'd, when I said I'd lick a wall in my head, I did mean a raw drywall. Oh, wow, wall. you were so. Thank God. Well, that's that's the wall I stare at when I record. So that was the wall, and I was like, "Well, that that's like an actual threat. <laughs> like that's something I don't want to do. Like a a paint wall, as long as the paint is not lead, which is not in my mm. home, no big deal. A drywall wall, gross. We, Covered in we drywall were lead because lots of people watched it before we did, and we're on Twitter like it's so good. Like reviews, like people were loving it, and we were like, "Is this movie good? Oh no." <laughs> It was worrying. I was like, "Is am I going to enjoy a four-hour movie?" And the answer was Absolutely no. Absolutely not. And even if I, I was, I had so many comments because, like, even if I did, four hours is that's like not a fair estimate. Like, you can't compare that to other movies. I like in my head, yeah, I would absolutely compare it to a show, but it's also worse than a show. Yeah, I mean, like the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier came mm-hmm. out, and it was better than was, this. You, you <laughs> like. You can't just go on forever, right? It's like, no. it'd be like if you looked at comics that are out now as like one continuous story. And that's the hardest time I have with people that are like, I want to get into Spider-Man, but I have to read all of it. And I'm like, you don't. You you don't even. You absolutely, you can't. Yeah, one, I promise you, no one has. <laughs> that's, there's, if there's someone that says they has, they're a fucking liar. They absolutely haven't. Yeah, they have not, so. Two, Chill. you don't even need to read all of this writer's run. You could probably start at whatever arc they're on. And, know, like, if you you know who Peter Parker is, then you're fine. Yeah, it's like with comics, you kind of just have to, like, 
go with it because you're not always going to have all of the answers because there is stuff that happened previously that you won't know about. Mm -hmm. But just like, just try to go with it. There's like arcs that are like pretty easy to like jump in on and mm -hmm. read without any prior context. Mm -hmm. There's like standalone books. It's like, yeah, you, you can't read it and all. That's, and die. that's like what he did here by making a four hour movie. I'm like, you can't go on forever and say you're a good story. I can't say The Amazing Spider-Man's a good story. There are issues I like, but it's been going on uh, forever, basically. there's, I can't say it's a good story because it's, it has a beginning, it clearly has no ending, and even if it does, it won't be like one continuous thing. This is not four hours, it's too long for a film, quote-unquote, to be a continuous story, and it shows. Yeah, uh, people don't have like that time or that attention span, and if you do have that attention span... Fuck you. <laughs> You're a you monster. It's just so and the other thing I kept seeing is a lot a lot of people were like, oh, if you see the first one, it'll make more sense and you'll like and I'm like, that does you you can't do that either. No. And it's like I'd seen the first one. I saw mm -hmm. it in theaters. Like I never want to see it again. And also being know? better than the first one doesn't make it a good movie. No. Absolutely not doesn't this is i know we 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 don't dunk on stuff too we dunk on stuff we never make a topic thing we dump dunk on but i was so excited to dunk on this movie with you yeah this was fun my i think the last thing that i want to say is kind of like circling back to like the licensed mm -hmm. music that was mm -hmm. removed um in the original there was that scene where um batman goes to the flash cave mm -hmm. and um, in the original version, there's a Blackpink, the K-pop band Blackpink <laughs> music video playing. It's so jarring and really obnoxious. And, like, Bruce Wayne's just, like, sitting in a chair as, like, a Blackpink music video plays. And in this version, where they've removed all licensed music, there's just, like, this blue skull on a pink background mm. just, like, going, nom, 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 like, that kind of Thank noise. You. And then the other instance was when Aquaman drinks a whole bottle of vodka and jumps into the sea. And in the original one, there's like a rock song playing. Oh, right. I guess I guess you'd call it rock. I don't know what genre. I don't care. Um, and in in this version, it's like a very slow. I would say it's trying to be the song Hallelujah. It, all the music in this feels like it's like derivative of Hallelujah. I mean, it is because it's all just like yeah, it is because at the end they play the worst version of Hallelujah I've ever heard in it's my life. The like my. So, my partner tapped out twice in this movie and fell asleep, which I cannot blame her. But the fact that she let me yeah. watch a four-hour movie and take over the living room <laughs> is incredible. Um, but the movie ends, and then he, you know, like I mentioned earlier, there's, like, four, his daughter, which I'm like, man, that, like, because I, I, I'm, my partner's pregnant, so I was like, I can't imagine. Like, I cannot even, I know I said at the top, if you ever hear this Zack Snyder, I cannot imagine... I'm glad you got to make this if you saw this for your day. Moving on. Yeah. Then Hallelujah started playing, and my partner woke up and said, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. It's the worst version of that song I've ever... It's criminally bad. Yeah, and it's like, everyone just misinterprets the meaning of this song, and it's like, this doesn't fit, and it's a bad cover, mm. and it's like... <laughs> god it's so bad it's so, it's, it's if you baffling. if you for some reason feel a need to watch this horror movie listen that cover might be the worst thing yeah there wasn't anything that was like 
I mean, it's long, and every every scene is longer than it needs to be, and 10% of this movie is in <laughs> oh, slow-mo. Oh, right, 10% of Someone the movie. Someone did the math. He's, bless their heart. I don't have their name in front of me. Yeah, 10% of this movie is in slow-mo, so buckle in for that. Uh, you'll think, that seems like a lot. It is, and the worst part is, since it's four hours, you can physically tell on your body. You're like, wasn't that last scene in slow Why is this scene in slow-mo? Why is that Wonder Woman yeah. takes a swing? It's in slow mo. Like every single scene with Wonder Woman, if she fights, slow motion. Why? Yeah, you never get to see the Flash like actually being fast, really, because right. like they do the someone saw um, X Men <laughs> Days of Future. Was it Days of Future Past? Uh, yeah, yeah, with the Quicksilver scene in Days of Future Past, and was like, oh, people loved that. We do that. It's the exact like, same shit. yeah, it's the exact same. But shit. the whole it's, movie, the fact that this movie. So, I was thinking about it, Brenda. Everyone yes. but Jared Leto would have been cast for this movie in, like, 2016. Because God. it came, frankly, with a movie this big, maybe 2015. Because it came out in 2017. Yeah. Everyone in this film well, was cast to be their character such a long time ago that I'm like... Yeah, because, like, characters like Batman and Superman, like, Man of Steel came out in 2013? That sounds right ish so yeah this it was just such a long like, time Henry ago Cavill was probably first tap for superman 10 years ago. yeah and it frankly shows for some of the casting like jesse eisenberg as lex Luthor was is is still like i i just laugh when he shows up um he looks like a fucking egg <laughs> and you're like why is he cast and you're like well when he got cast the social media movie was still like really big this he got cast for this a very long time ago he's the worst lex luther i'm sorry he's so bad but there's this there's this whole scene with lex luther and he breaks out of arkham apparently and he's talking to deathstroke uh slade wilson for you teen titans fans and you don't know why it does it's another scene that you're like why is this scene happening the movie is over the movie ended for me 10 minutes ago yeah that one was actually in the original why? i don't know like they were like oh look deathstroke i think it was after the credits like it was an after credits i could be wrong i don't care mm. <laughs> like yeah but it was in there and it was like oh deathstroke and then deathstroke's present in the weird uh, post-apocalyptic universe bit yep. and it's like oh but now he's less hot <laughs> it's <sighs> I... this movie is four hours of shit it's two and a half hours of shit happening there's one hour in there where i'm like i was they were starting to get me and then the rest of the movie is back to shit just happened i'm like okay yeah so don't watch justice league any of them um no watch ant-man watch Ant -Man. i think this is what we've established watch um, watch the 2001 justice league animated 2000 yeah justice league um watch justice league unlimited which is the one that dwayne mcduffie yep. worked on um watch um justice league doom the movie dwayne mcduffie also worked on that mm -hmm. one <laughs> if you want something with a similar plot to justice league the live action movie um and is still better even though it's still bad watch mm -hmm. um justice league war which is another animated movie 
it's not great, mm. but it's better than this. It won't take four hours <laughs> of your life. And it's barely over an hour. Yeah, it's barely over an hour, and you get, like, there's parademons. Shazam, I think, is there. Hey, you know what? Green Lantern is definitely there. You know what? You like yeah. parademons? Watch what? Harley Quinn the Animated Show. Parademons show up. There's, like, a whole thing where she hangs out with Darkseid. No, no, no fooling. Yeah, just... <laughs> Yeah, watch Harley Quinn the animated series. I'm like watch Dead Ass the Harley Harley Quinn animated show has most of this stuff in it. If you want to see most of the same characters, and if you like Parademons and there's the Parademons invade all all of it. There's like a whole episode. There's it's like a whole thing. Um, Yeah, I think that's gonna wrap up this episode. It uh, thanks. I bet you're glad that we didn't waste four hours of your time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have time. L- listen, this is close to this is the closest we've gotten to two hours, but you still have like a whole whole, whole day or evening, or you listen to it before bed. In which case, good night. Good night. Um, I'm maybe gonna take a nap. I should probably go back to work, but um, you know, sleepy, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go. I think I smell my crock pot is done, and then we're gonna me and Brendan gonna build Gundams later. We are going to build Gundams later, and I'm going to drink. <laughs> I, I have a Rayquaza Gundam. Did you see I that? I did. I still have to finish my yeah. next one. But uh, you sh- yeah. we'll, we'll see all of you people. For us in two weeks, time is weird, but you'll hear us again next week. Uh, it's uh, Brenda's turn. Oh, yeah, it is. I guess I should research something. <laughs> do that bye thank you everyone for listening to this episode of secret histories of nerd mysteries our music was provided by esperanza garay negron and you can find their music on bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com our introduction was voiced by cafe 3g you can find him under that handle on twitter and instagram this podcast is a part of the nacelle cast podcast network you can find us at nerd mysteries on twitter the show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host brenda and as a reminder please 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 for listening to the podcast, throw us a five-star review. Helps to show it a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.